and we're good. We're off. Rock and roll, episode 46. Riding shotgun with Norman Jim. All right. Let's get him. Let's All crack him. Ready. I, uh, yeah, right. I brought this out because I wanted to have the, uh, here we go. Oh, yeah. What the hell did I do with my, uh, I don't know what to do with my koozie. But there we go. Riding shotgun with Norman Jim, episode 46, James. 46. All Last right. week was a lot of fun. Good, yeah. Our, our fifth beetle, Andrew. Andrew is the man. Yeah. Uh, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy listening to the two of you go back and forth, man. Uh, just He's always got good stuff, you know. He always remembers somebody you don't, then it gets the juices flowing, you know. He always has somebody good. He's he's a good guy, man. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, we're not getting uh, we're not getting the music this week. Yeah, I was hoping to see Andrew in action tomorrow. Yeah, he uh, he had to bail out. Yeah, well, you know, he wants a weekend to himself. I understand that. Which I think is great, you know. So, oh, there's my koozie. Um, so, yeah, the greats to wear 46. Yeah. Yep. I got to do this here real quick. We're one minute in already. Uh, I got to actually pause this, James. Uh-oh. I, I got a problem here with my thing. Yeah. So, there we go. Got it? I got it. It's going. Rolling. Episode 46. So, yeah. Right. Uh, so, here we go. Riding Shotgun with Norm Jim. Episode 46. And, um... First up, Jimmy, the best, the greats to wear, number 46. Well, you know, talking about Andrew G, and, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, one of the times we forgot somebody, he brought somebody up. So I'm not going to, I'm going to throw this one out for him. Uh, Dallas Green won 46. I, I had him I, on I'm there. not going to forget one of the Phillies managers. Dallas, Dallas Green. Probably one of the best. Well, him and Char- Charlie were up there, but. They are. And that's a, that's a good one. So Dallas Green, yeah. I actually uh, met Dallas Green. Did you? When he was the Reading Phillies coach Get prior to, uh, yeah, you becoming the. Up. Wow. Prior, because, um, you know, my dad worked with Skip Skip, Skip Wilson. Wilson. Yeah, yeah. And Skip and Dallas went ways back. Get out of here. Yes, yeah, so I met oh, Dallas Green. Cool. Good dude. All right, I'm stealing one of yours Go. right off the bat. Go. Probably the most famous 46 that I know of. Go ahead. Todd Christensen. I, uh, I knew as you said that. I <laughs> had to take the Raider this week. <laughs> and okay. my favorite part about Todd Christensen, if you remember, uh, Scotty and uh, Schmiggle, their their phone number out there used to be Christensen's phone number. What? After he what? After he left? Or? Yeah, when you know, because the Raiders kept going back and forth. Uh, you yeah, know, LA, Oakland yeah, to LA, yeah, yeah. and uh, I guess whatever when he moved or whatever. Uh, Scotty and uh, Kev had his old number. And what are they, a bunch of girls? Oh, girls all the time calling for Todd Christensen. Oh, my God, that's funny. He was a very intelligent man. Yeah, he, he was. Like was. Where, where did he go to college? I, I think he might have went to BYU or something like that. Oh, was he? Both his pe- parents were teachers. Hmm. And he'd always talk about them being teachers. So he was like a real Great smart. tight end, man. Oh, very good. Always open, always great hands. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to steal an eagle in Herm Edwards. One of my Herm, not, miracle. Not even so much. I, I like him as a player, but I even like him better as a human being. Every time you hear him yeah. talk, he's always upbeat, always positive. I, I could listen to him all day. I do like him, man. Yeah. He's a great coach. Um, wasn't so great with the Jets, but, mm-hmm. I, you know, it's the Jets, the organization. He's, he's doing great at Arizona yes, State. Yes. He he's an great. older guy, and he's still recruiting at a high level. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want to play with Fur Herm? Oh, you just hear him talking. You're like, yeah. oh, take me home. So the miracle of Meadowlands. Yes. Uh, Joe yes. Pasarchik from Larry Zonka. Larry Zonka. That's crazy. <laughs> and yeah. I still remember my dad turned the game off. We had this one console TV. Yeah. And my dad would keep his little orange rocking chair in front of the TV. And um, 
I'm like, I go back there and I pull it open. I'm like, you know, and and Joe fumbles that ball and runs the other way. And I'm screaming. My dad comes in here. Get the get the hell out of here. <laughs> dad gave up. You know, my dad gave up on the tenant game. What? Yeah, he left. Oh. He thought we. He's like, what the hell's going on? I, I get off the bus, you know, get changed, whatever. It's like, what? Everybody's acting like you guys won. I'm like, we did win. He's like, get the hell out of here. Mom and I beat the traffic. We got out of there. I'm like, you missed a hell of an ending. You missed the, you missed the best part. Even though we did stop that guy in a goal line. Dude, I, I was the one flopping around on the ground because I was so I was right off. behind you. I hit him. Yeah. I hit him, and he fumbled the ball forward. And the dude who was blocking me, I threw him to the side to go get him and help you. And he's the dude who – and he fumbled forward. Yeah. I fucking rocked him, man. Yeah. And I'm like – like games. I was like, game's over. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we were both like, yeah. And I'm like, that's what? What do you mean it's good? <laughs> they were like, look at you two. I'm like, well, we thought we won. <laughs> yeah. And then West kicks the 43-yard field goal. Yeah, yeah. I did score that game. Did you? Yeah, I you did. got a touchdown? No, I got the uh, two-point conversion. Two point. All right. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So the old uh, bootleg pass to me. Ooh. They ran that all the time. <laughs> we only had two or three plays. That was the only only time that uh, Raymond Schneider would throw to me, but whatever. That and a 10-2 across. I love that play, too. Yeah, that was a good play. So, uh, all right. Uh, next up. John Dorenbos. I'm going long long snapper wow. last week, long snapper this week. Oh, good Lord. I would have never got that one. So he was, he's a very good magician. You know the oh, whole. Oh, yeah. That's the guy. Yeah. 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 And he had cancer. Yep. And then he gave him a ring, which was very classy. Very cool. Now, if you know, that year was when they traded him to New Orleans. And, and that's, that's how, how they, they found out. Yeah, because he had to do a physical. Yep. And um, otherwise, he might have died. Yeah. And uh, freaking amazing magician. Yeah, yeah, I saw him on whatever the, show he was on. The he talent was awesome. or whatever. He yeah, was on. America's Got Talent. He, he finished second or might have won the whole thing. I don't know. He was, then, he was he in the final him, like, too. You know, they had him on uh, the Sunday show with Howie and all those guys. Yeah. And he did a great trick with, with of course, Terry, where he had, like, Terry's card inside a ball. And he was like, how did you do that? And whatever. But yeah, no, he's cool. amazing. I don't know how he does. You know, magician's yeah, not really a good cool. there. But, yeah, he's a good dude, man. Okay. Very entertaining. Great story, too. You know, his, uh, I think his father murdered the mother. Oh, God. Really? Yeah, so he grew up, you know, without a. Oh, wow. I didn't something know that. like that. It was like some crazy story. Wow. He's, like, overcome a lot in life. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, everything. And wow. uh, just got a great. Uh, disposition, you know, okay. John Dornbos, just okay. full of energy, good guy. Okay. So, I'm gonna go really, really old school and go Lou Groza. Lou Groza, yeah, I would remember that guy. I saw that on the list because I went down the Groza. football list. That I'm Lou Groza, the kicker, but he was also a lineman. Yeah, Lou Groza. He's like a uh, Chicago guy or something, right? Cleveland. Cleveland. Okay, Cleveland. yeah, that makes sense. Cleveland Browns. Yeah. I knew he was one of those throwback cities. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I hate to even mention this guy. Izell Toast Jenkins was 46. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. I didn't even see him, but yeah, God bless you for that one. Yeah, that's not a good one. I will go with, I'm going to go old school, and it's another kind of rub the rub the Philadelphia fans the wrong way. Burt Hooten from the Dodgers. Hmm. Wow, he was 46? 46, yeah. God, I got to start looking at all of Major League Baseball. They, and you think about the Dodgers at that time, they were very good. What a great pitching staff. They had Hooten, they had Charlie Huff, they had uh, Don Sutton. Uh, they had Jerry Royce at one point. They I had always great pitching. Yeah, they did. Even to this day, always great pitching. They do. I mean, the Dodgers, 
you know, now they get the free agents, but the Dodgers used to homegrown all that shit. No, it's hard to homegrown pitchers, but they did. All right, speaking of Dodgers and great pitchers, this guy played for the Phillies for years, ended up with the Dodgers, uh, Kevin Gross. Kevin Gross, he, I think he wore 46 the longest for the Phillies, didn't yep, he? Yep, he did. I'll go with another Phil, more recent, Ryan Madsen. Yeah, I got Ryan him Madsen. on my list. That's a great one. Yeah. That's a good one. He was, uh, he was decent. You know, he was... Like 2009-10, like in that. Yeah. He wasn't on the 08 team no. that won the World Series, but he was on the 09 team. What was he, like a setup man, right? He was. Yeah. He was a good pitcher. He was originally a starter, but the Phillies in 09, you know, they had yeah, a lot of good starters. Great start. And then they moved him to that setup role. They even tried him as closer for a little bit. Yeah. He, he had a nice – he got out of here. He had a lot of success. Okay. Um, there's two great pitchers left on my list. Okay. I'll take one, you take the other, because I'm right. sure you know the one. Okay. I'll take Andy Pettit. Uh, yeah. I know you hate the Yankees, so I'll take him. I was going to mention Andy Pettit. <laughs> yeah, I do hate the Yankees. But I'm going to go with, i got a couple left, but I'll go with, uh, I'm gonna, I'll let you have the other one, too. I'm going to go old school Oof. on this one. From the Red Sox, Bob Stanley. Not Dick Pohl? Dick Pohl, sorry, but Dick Pohl, I did not see Dick Pohl. But we <laughs> no Dick Pohl this week, Jimmy? Bob Stanley, yeah. All right, Bob Stanley. All right, then I'm going the other one. Uh, at the time, probably one of the uh, a great closer, Lee Smith. Oh, Lee Smith. That's yeah. not who I was thinking about. You weren't thinking of him? No. Oh, okay. another one. Oh, shit. I'm going to go with Craig Kimbrell. Get out of here. I go from one sock who, uh, <laughs> yeah, one sock who blew a World Series to one sock who, who closed one out and helped us win it. Yes, he's got that. Where group. is he now? I just uh, is he, he Cubs or something? I think he's at the Cubs. Is the last team he pitched with. Yeah, remember when the Phillies fans were all imitating yeah, him? Yeah, that yeah. is classic. But he would close it out. Did he? Didn't he play with the Phillies for? Did he play with the Phillies? He went I from. Don't know I why. thought he went from I Atlanta think we had him to last San year. Diego to Boston to Chicago. He might have been on the Phillies last year. Yeah, wasn't it wasn't forty six, but I don't know why. I think I don't know. Whatever. Lee Smith is a great one too. That is a good one. Oh my God! Is he? Did they finally put him in the Hall of Fame? I if hope he's so. not, he should be. Yeah, he should. Because be. he was the dominant before Mariano. He was the man. He was. Lee Smith he looked was, like a freaking lineman. He, he was just he shut was it gigantic. down. Shut it down. Oh yeah, he was intimidating, dude. Um, you know who I did see one year for the Phillies? He was number forty-six. He was, I think, thirty-one for the Cubs. Fergie Jenkins. Ferguson Jenkins. He pitched one start. I just read this. He just pitched one start. Was great. Then they traded him for two turkeys from the Cubs, and he goes on to be a Hall of Famer in number 31 for the, Are you kidding me? That's typical Philly. Oh, my typical God. Typical Philadelphia. Philadelphia Ferguson should never Jenkins. trade Fergie with the Cubs. Jenkins. Are you kidding me? <laughs> hey, yes. By the way, doesn't that smell amazing? Can yes, it does. <laughs> it's amazing. If this goes long enough, you're taking one of those with yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, all right, so we got some news this week. Oh, you got any more? No, I have no more. No, I'm no. tapped out, too. So that's it. That's surprisingly a weird number, but we came up with a lot. That's a decent, yeah, decent. Yeah, I got the big one of Ty Christensen. I stole that one from you. Your Raider. I got your Raider. The best. One of the best Raiders ever. Yeah, he was really good. I mean, good. he was good. He, he was, was just good. a great player. And he was, I, I don't think he played Raiders his whole career, right? Didn't he? I think, no, he started off with a couple of different teams. He actually, the Raiders got him from the Cowboys. The Cowboys were going to, like, make him into a running back. Then the Raiders picked him up. And then after, at the end, he, he went somewhere else, too. Yeah, he did, like the 49 or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, Just yeah, finish yeah. out the screen. Um, so news this week. So have you seen this this giant ship stuck in the Suez Canal? No. You haven't seen this thing? No, no, not yet. So this huge ship is stuck 
sideways in the Suez Canal. So mm. it's got all the goods and everything backed up for miles, and it's they can't get this ship free. Oh, terrific. So they're saying there's like $9.8 billion worth of goods stuck in the Suez Canal right now. Yeah. And they're saying that this might cause another toilet paper shortage. Because they're... Because all the shipping containers that they use to ship toilet paper go through the Suez. Go through the now. I we don't get our toilet paper from other countries. I would assume we make that shit here. But to ship it, you need shipping containers, and I think there's a shipping container shortage because most of the containers that they use and move stuff and are all stuck in the Suez Canal right now. It's crazy. terrific, but it's like like Jimmy. They've got this thing. If you stood this ship up from end to end, it's taller than the Empire State Building. Holy shit. Yeah. That's how Holy tall, God. that's how big what country this country is. What country is it from? I don't know. Probably China. But I didn't know that the Suez Canal was man-made. Yeah. I did not know that. That was one of the, that was uh, no, a I knew the Panama Canal was. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know the Suez Canal was. Yeah. They're both great accomplishments. Yeah, it sure is, man. Yeah. So... Anyway, there's some news. And then you had that crazy shooting in Boulder, Colorado. That was fucking a couple of shootings. The one down in Atlanta as well? That was the week before. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that was the whole Asian hate thing. And it was like, this guy was just a sex addict. It had nothing to do with it. It was Asians. It just so mm-hmm. happens that they work in massage parlors. The washi wash. <laughs> the washi wash. The happy ending was not a happy ending. <laughs> not that a happy that ending. week. Not for the customers over there that mm-hmm. got shot. So, I don't know. It wasn't Asian hate. That had nothing to do with hate. He wasn't I think they're, Yeah, I think they're just making everything into hate. Everything's mm-hmm. a hate crime. No, it just happened to be. But there, I mean, for what it's worth, though, there are problems with people wanting to take it out on the Asians, the whole coronavirus. Yeah, there's always somebody want to take it out on somebody on something. Right. Everybody so. wants to point a finger. Which is a shame. You know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then um, this bit of news. I thought this was interesting. I, I clipped this one because I thought you would find this interesting. Apparently, pollution is causing human penises to shrink. An environmental scientist has warned that human penises are shrinking and genitals are generally becoming malformed at birth, all due to pollution. In her book titled Countdown, Dr. Shanna Swan, a professor of environmental Mi- medicine and public health at ICANN School, of medicine at Mount Sinai Hospital in New York warned that flatlates in the air are causing humans to suffer adverse effects such as abnormal genital size, erection dysfunction, lower sperm counts, and dangerously low fertility rates. A chemical used in manufacturing plastics in the air impact an endocrine system that produces hormones meant to regulate nearly all processes in the body. As a result, more babies are being born with smaller penises. Well, you know, I just got done saying they shouldn't blame stuff on people, but I think this is from the Chinese because they want everybody to have the same small dick that they have. (laughs) (laughs) Those little sneaky bastards. Oh, you got small dick like me now. Fuck you. (laughs) Fucking A-right. That's exactly what's going on. You take our toilet paper now, we got small dicks because of you guys. I will tell you, my kid is blessed. Like that motherfucker, Jesus Christ! He's gonna good for him. He's gonna hurt somebody. <laughs> Luke, you have something to add? No, must why? be from Sue's side of the family. It ain't from me. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> well, there's our there's our news for the week. So uh, obviously March... the pollution didn't affect him. <laughs> no, no. That's funny about the China connection. Oh, there's no spillage there. Stop shaking those beers on your way yeah, over. Yeah, I know. Um, all right. 
So March Madness, mm-hmm. uh, I guess the first game has already started here. What is it, Oregon did State? It, did it? Did it? Okay. Yeah, 2 o'clock it was starting. Who are they playing? Oregon State is playing Oral Roberts. Oh. Is yeah. it Oregon State or Oklahoma State? It's Oregon State. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I hope or- Oral so Roberts wins. The Pac-10 is doing all right. And the Big Ten it sucks. Big Ten. What are they, down to Michigan? They're down to Michigan. That's it, I think. They started yeah. with nine, and they were picking everybody going far. Yeah. And none of them are. So, Loyola, Chicago, knocked out number one Illinois. Yep. Yes, they did. Just crazy, and they got that uh, freaking nun out or, there. Was again. it Oregon that knocked out number? By the way, two I had Iowa? enough of that nun a couple of years ago. They bring that freaking old bat back. <laughs> She's, that's what I thought. She's still alive. I thought she was dying two years ago. <laughs> exactly. They went to the Final Four that year. Did they really? Yeah, I just read that. Oh, I, I didn't realize. I thought they just were went to the Sweet Sixteen. They went to the Final Four. How we missed that? I don't know, but I hope they go to the Final Four again. I do I mean shit? Yeah. They're playing basketball, man. Yeah. They got that big white boy. Yeah. Well, and then Nova's playing. Oh shit! I forgot Baylor. to tell you what the uh, the uh, <laughs> Mount Rushmore is going to be this week. Yeah, well, surprise. Well, me. you'll figure it out. Surprise me. You're pretty good. You're a freaking dictionary sports dictionary up in your head. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Loyola Chicago. So they get. Oh, Loyola Chicago is playing Oregon State. Oh, okay. Or Roberts is playing Arkansas. Oh, that's right. O- Arkansas is tough, but they're not. They're not the old Arkansas with our. Uh, you know, 40 minutes to hell, so they're beatable. Yeah. So that's a 15-3, uh, but I can't believe Oral Roberts is still around. Yeah. I mean, a coach is just, yeah, he's a pretty good coach. Hey, so. if there's ever a year you get a little team like this to win it all, I hope they. I hope one of these little teams win it. I do, too. I, I mean, there's a good chance. I've never seen so many high seeds, like, left. I think oh, there's only yeah. one chalk game this whole weekend. I think it's FSU four seed gets Michigan a one seed. That's the only chalk yeah. left. Michigan's good. Um, and it, it's good to see, uh, what's his name, Howard, coaching him, uh, one of the Fab Five. He's a good coach, good oh, recruiter. Yeah. Supposedly he's got the number one recruiting class the dude next from St. Joe's. Is there Martelli's coaching, assistant coach up there. He's helping him out? Yeah, he's been the assistant coach. He oh, I didn't last know that. Year. Yeah, Phil Martelli. Oh, he's with Michigan now? Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, after St. Joe's, we're all dealing yeah, with him. He, yeah, he yeah. went out there. He's So he's with Jawan Howard. Now they're talking about Jawan going to the NBA. So maybe Martelli steps up, you know. I well, I hope he doesn't. I hope he stays. Great in guy, man. Just, Good coach too. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe he had recruitment problems. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, St. Joe's. I mean, there's a lot. Of, it's tough jo- it, That's a hard place to recruit yeah, because they play. The Hawk Hill is an old little tiny mm-hmm. left. Like it's a bigger version of yeah. Abington. It is. It's I've been not, in there. It's not that big of a it's deal. It's small. Small campus. Great location though. Yeah. That is a nice It's a nice location. Nice little campus. It's hard to recruit there. Yeah. And if, I think the reason that the uh, some of those big five schools could recruit uh, back in the day was because they could say, we're going to play at the Plester. And then they wiped that all out. Yeah. That sucks. Yep. They should go back to those big five doubleheaders at the Plester. Yeah, no doubt. So, uh, might want to get your muffler fixed there, Chief. So. Nova gets Baylor tonight, uh, yep. 5 o'clock. 5.15, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. So hopefully they do a little something. That's I mean, a tough game for them. Their, their best player is hurt. Is he done for the season? He's done for the season. Okay. I, I was thinking maybe he's going to be back. from Abington that Eric Dixon is playing. Is he playing? Yeah, Eric Dixon or something oh, like I that. Oh, i got to watch the game, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's playing. I haven't he, really watched too much. Yeah, I think his name's Eric. It's something Dixon. Okay, well, know. we'll check it out. I'll look him up. And then uh, the last game tonight is... 11-seeded Cuse gets uh, Houston, who I think is really good. Yes. That the, Houston team like is good. like a 10 o'clock or something like that. Yeah, is it? It's a late game. Okay. And uh, Dickie V was picking the Cuse, but I hope Houston wins because they haven't been shit since Phi Slamma Jamma. Yeah. 
That's good. I mean, Houston took it to Temple twice this year. Yeah. And Temple was pretty good. I mean, they're okay. They're solid. They, um, I think they're going to start turning around now that the the coach from Penn State's gone. And he had that Philly connection, so that's cut off. So Temple kids are going to stay kids, at Temple yeah, now, no doubt. Uh, and then tomorrow we got uh, Creighton versus the number one team, Gonzaga. So Creighton's a five seed. And yeah, watch out for uh, Creighton. Creighton can shoot. Yeah. They tough team, tough. man. Always have been. Yeah, they are good. They're so, tough out. And then the only chalk game, FSU versus Michigan, which we talked about. Then UCLA on 11 seed gets Bamba a two seed. Mm. That Pac-10 surprising people yeah. this year. They got they a lot of teams they left. They surprised me beating Michigan State. And then the last game is a seven seed Oregon gets six seed USC, both Pac-10 mm. again. Yeah, yeah. So Pac-10's got one, two, yeah, three. Doing okay. Uh, three, four. Four teams still left. Okay. Wow. Cool. Four out of 16. That's pretty good for the Pac-10. That's good for any anybody, yeah. So there's March Madness. Um, uh, Philly shootings update. <laughs> Sorry. 437 shootings year to date. Up 31 week over week. Oh, boy. That's pretty big. 30, 356 non-fatal shootings uh, this year and 88 are fatal. Total homicides in the city year to date, 114 Year to date. What does Philly rank amongst uh, the country? Do you know? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I think we were up there last year. But they yeah. do that. <clears throat> Every one of those cities tries to mess with their numbers. To, yeah, they do. Yeah, to Try make to it look. downplay them. Yeah, yeah, Philly's a fucking mess right now. Yes, yeah, And they can't even get their COVID shit together. Yeah, Did you see the, the, their problem with the COVID? No. So they had like 11,000 appointments and they had to cancel them all because they were for second doses. Yeah. And everybody who got their... Um, invite for their dose was taking their appointment and forwarding it to people to let them to sign up. So they had over 30,000 people sign up for 11,000 doses. And they were supposed to be just for second shots. So somebody who was <laughs> scheduled, they were forwarding somebody else to help them out? To schedule it. Well, that's and they were the, allowed to That's schedule. one of the things that these guys said that you, you can't forward. Right. You can't forward stuff. Yeah. Well, I was down. Uh, we have a, uh, a and they're branch. running. They're, you'll see. They run such a good yeah. show tomorrow. We, we, For we, a small we have a, 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 a location on the Temple campus. So I was walking by the League of Chorus Center, and they were doing second doses last Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it looked pretty organized, but well, any uh, any site that's being run right now by uh, like the FEMA sites that are being run by um, what is it, the uh, National Guard. Those are being run well. Really? Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. National Guard has that shit down to a system. I bet they do. Good. I'm going to drink one of these Village Porters. Oh, Village Porter. That's our boy, uh, Brothers Kirshner. You had this. This is the coffee one. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I did have that. I still have they're a couple guys. left, man. We got uh, to obviously go back there again because they're, they're we so do. welcoming to us and helping us That might us be out. where we do our anniversary show. Okay. Okay. End of April or something, you know? Yeah. Um, that'll be great. Oh, Brothers Kirshner. I didn't go there this weekend. Oh. Well, that sucks. You look like me now with the shaking. I, I do. I just spilled that everywhere. They weren't bad. Yeah, brothers, of course, they're a very, very welcoming place. God damn, that is a good beer. Yeah. That is my favorite beer. That coffee. So, um, all right, so we did the Philly shooting. So, you finished Last Chance You, I hope. Yes, I did. So, I was like, I had already, so did, fin you had I had already finished see, last week, so see, I didn't want to tell you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, after I finished it, I, I got that idea that you had finished it because you had said something about <laughs> Joe Hampton impress you. And at the point where I was at, I'm like, he don't impress me. But after seeing yeah. the end of it, then, he, th then it made me think that they may have been showing him in a bad light. 
they may have shown him only uh, acting out because at the end they showed how great of a teammate yeah. he was, how he always cheered. He led the cheers for yep. for his other teammates, and he helped the other big men saying, here, this is a drill I'm going to do. Let's work together. Then you saw him in a different light like, okay, he's not such a bad guy. Yep. He's actually a good kid. And then I knew what the coach was doing to the point guard. I knew that he was being hard on him to force him into tough situations and deal with adversity. I saw that coming. And he then explained it to him saying, listen, the reason I'm being hard on you is you're the leader. You're going to have to deal with this. You're not going to be able to buddy. You're going to be sometimes have a target on your back yep. because you're the leader. I saw what he was doing to him. And then the kid got it like, okay, all right, thank you. So then it came together. And then obviously it ended with the COVID. And they looked like they were going to roll, which is a shame. They did because, you know, they had the one big game left against San Francisco State or that whatever. That was the next game, yeah. Whatever, the San, San Francisco, Francisco whatever it was. Yep, yeah. Yep. And um, so I, I was really, really looking forward to that, but I knew yeah, where it was yeah, headed. Yeah, I yeah. knew on the timeline. I yeah. knew what was going on in America yeah. at that time, and I was like, there's no fucking way this ends right. Right, and then they kept saying, well, they canceled the Pac-10, <laughs> the Big Ten, and I'm like, you're next. Dude, they like, were, we're on the, the bus ready to go. I know, I know, and which it is was... a shame. I hope if they do a second one, they do it again with those guys. I do, too. Because it, I did like, I not say this was the best coach? It was. And I like the whole coaching staff. I mean, yeah. I like, and, and I was wondering, I don't know if I said it last week, I was wondering when they were going to give the backstory for Coach Carter, mm. the guy in the wheelchair. I'm thinking, why aren't they How talking great was about that his story? Yes, it was a great backstory. I'm thinking, why aren't they talking about this guy? He obviously has around with a friend. He obviously has rep. Because everywhere he went, like he went to Venice Beach and he's talking to all the guys and they all came up and shook his hand and yeah. well, hey man. We're Very well here. respected. Very well respected. He was at games, people were saying hello. I'm like, obviously there's a story with this guy because everybody knows who he is. Nope. And he's like and he and he knew who the guys were. This is the guy, watch this guy, this is the man you want to watch. And meanwhile dudes are run up like, yo man, good to see you. And I'm like, what's his story? Yeah, he's yeah. gotta have a story. So I'm glad they got into him and then the other guy was just a good guy and he was a, a, a title winning high school coach coach rob which was crazy in itself and then he got rid of him for, for like nothing yeah and that was a weird story it's like they got rid of him because of what he was connected to something else that happened at the school the a athletic director wasn't yeah, the it? athletic they got rid of all these people so they want to clean house and meanwhile he had nothing to do with it he was just winning ball games then he was out of work and then the coach was smart enough to say hey this guy's good i'm picking him up Coach Rob was good. I mean, he, uh, they didn't do enough on him. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, that dude's got some money. <laughs> you know? He even said, he goes, I live in this neighborhood. Then I go down to the school. It's like, man, it's a different world. <laughs> yeah. And I'm glad that, you know, to see that he was still there. Yeah. Uh, you know, who knows what happens now, right? It's right. They said he signed up for the next year. As, and then he's getting paid, But they paid didn't. Too. They canceled the 2021 season. Oh, did they really cancel yeah. the whole season? They canceled, yeah, this entire season this oh, year. They didn't play. Oh, man, that stinks. So, so hopefully they stay there for next so year. That, and then even at the end, Mosley, the coach, was saying that they're talking about cuts, like oh, cutting money oh. and programs and stuff at the school, and and uh, that's kind of how it ends. And But they went through where every kid was yeah. pretty much. I um, mean, most of them went places. And, and the thing that was, to me, kind of disappointing looking back, they didn't talk about two of the starters. Starters, I'm talking about. They did. They talk, talk about the point, and they both went to the same small school, Division Two in Chicago. The point guard Zimmerman, who was uh, a good ball player. I was wondering where he went. DJ or whatever. Yeah, DJ. Uh, they didn't really talk to him at all. And the only time you heard him speak is when they were in the locker room, kind of kidding around. You'd hear him talk. And then the other kid. His dad was an asshole, though. Who's his dad? Was the big guy that was like, and then you know he said the shit on the conference call or you know the. 
it's it's the white man. It's it's the white man's fault. I was like, oh, yeah, come on, yeah, buddy. yeah. And then the other kid, they didn't, they didn't, they, they didn't even. I didn't even hear the sound of that kid's voice. Was that Pawnee's kid, Jordan Pawnee's? He was. He could shoot. He got a couple of nice. And he was a big, outside. tall kid with the, you know, the sideshow Bob haircut. He did. A, he did look just like sideshow but Bob. But they didn't. They didn't talk to him at all. No. You know, and he was always a starter. He always did. To me, I always saw him being up good. Yeah. And pulling boards. This is and an that, interesting kid. And like, those two both went to sh- some Chicago school for Division They two. must not have signed off on something. Yeah, maybe they did because that kid, they didn't involve him at all. They, you'd see him, yeah. obviously, but they didn't talk there to There was him another at all. kid that they didn't do too much on. Um, he was, was the one that was buddying up with uh, Joe Hampton at that one time. He was like a forward. He was a yeah. big guy also. He kind of looked like K.J. Allen. Co- but, Coventry, his name Yes. Was. Where'd he go? Uh, he went somewhere too. Um, that kid was a player, and he would come off, and they would show him in the games making like reverse dunks. Like, mm-hmm. who is this dude? Right. You know, and they kind of touched on the redheaded kid at the end a little bit, but they not did, too yeah. much. And he he only talked like in the meetings. Right. But yeah, they didn't. You know, they they concentrated on the point guard uh, Deshaun and Joe Hampton and KJ and, KJ and you know obviously the coaches and they yeah. were story enough really which is tough which is what they've kind of done on all these uh yeah, yeah. last chance use they pick like three or four people and that, yeah. that's they they go there right it's always yeah. the coach yeah. you know but they this year it was great to do these backstories on the other coaches they did that one last chance you they had the the kid or the coach that uh east mississippi that was at West Virginia, got all the concussions. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. They did, did a little backstory on him. Yeah. And his dad was a coach, too. So, um, But probably, and I'm not a big basketball guy, but that was probably my favorite last chance you. It was because they were so much into the players. And you rooted and they for every one of those kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was he was very much into helping. He, he knew the deal. They're here to rehab and get somewhere else. Yep. And he was totally into helping them. He was. Regardless of what was going on. And how about was, him and they get the revenge on that one team and he talked about how he oh yeah because he 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 had a player bait one of his players yes. and he looked down at the guy and he knew the guy the guy looked away he goes i know he did it i knew he yep. must have said something yep. and then they beat him in a very tight game and yeah. the one kid the point guard hit his head he had he probably had a concussion because he was thrown up yeah i saw that yeah i mean he was puking like blood or something i'm thinking geez this is like a larry bird moment where he hits his head and comes back and and does a nice job on him. Yeah. He did, and they came back and won that. That was an unbelievable game that they came back. And I won thought that they game. were going to lose it. I'm like, oh shit, because the, yep. the one episode ends and they're down. I'm like, oh shit, don't tell me. That. Yeah. And then in the final episode, they win. I'm like, oh shit, oh here we go, we're going to lose this one. So I tried to find out, you know, where all these kids were, like, and I couldn't find anything on KJ Allen. But here it turns out he, he went to USC. Yeah, but he's not on their roster. Oh, you know, they're in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. I'm I like, was, I, was, I, I, I saw their game. I'm <laughs> looking for him on the bench. Yeah. So it turns out he committed late. Okay. So he's still got a couple years to oh, okay. play at USC. So they like redshirted him or something? Pretty much, yeah. Okay, good. So he, because it was, you know, in this, but that's great. And then uh, Joe Hampton averaged like 10.2 at uh, points per game at Long uh, Beach State. Long Beach State, which used to be uh, when... Uh, Malik Muhammad had like 10, 12 per game at... Uh, uh, Central Michigan. And uh, Sean... Heiler, he went to uh, Sacramento, Sacramento State, State. Yeah, and he yeah. averaged like four or five points a yeah. game. Yeah, Long Beach uh, U used to be a powerhouse yeah. back in the 70s, early 80s when the Tark used to coach there. Hmm. Jerry Tarkanian coached there. Before Fresno. Before, yeah, yeah. No shit. Yeah. I mean, they play good ball out there. Yeah. It's like, it's amazing. They score a lot of points. It's amazing watching that last chance U, and then you watch the NCAA tournament, and you know why there's upsets. 
Because basketball is basketball. Yeah, and it comes down to the coaching and that guy getting these kids, because they're kids, in the right yeah. mindset to change as yeah. momentum changes. Somebody shots off at Temple. You're what Mark making couldn't hit a shot against yeah. Duke, you know. Um, Somebody else gets hot. Hey, let's start feeding this yeah. guy, you know. So that's it. Um, I got one thing here. I'll, I'll save that one. I'm not going to do that. But we're on to uh, March Madness, the final bracket. I made this bracket myself here. The final 16 to get you into your final four. <laughs> okay. I will tell you that this is a tough bracket, Jimmy. Well, I mean, we, we so far, we so we got three out of four. We got Wonder Woman. I did. Got, instead of their character names this time, I just went by their names. Okay, that's fine with me. So we got, so it we took got, me a lot we, of research. We got uh, Daenerys, we got Wonder Woman, and, and we got Rachel from uh, Rachel. From, Hey, I ain't saying no to none of them girls. I know they'll say no to All right, me. No arguing on my one seed here. I just, oh, I, I had a lot of tough. There's no, I've been looking at that Wonder Woman awful lot lately. Like, good lord, she's so good. So there looking. is, there's some, um, there's some tough ones in this mm. this bracket. I got some tough matchups. The All first right. matchup, one versus sixteen, not a tough matchup. Okay. Um, Scarlett Johansson versus Ivanka Trump. Scarlett oh, Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, Scarlett is the one seed. Now, Scarlett Johansson. I, I know girls who want to hook up with her. <laughs> I, I seriously do. ScarJo's tough. She, she got a one seed. We'll see if she chalks her way into all the right, Final Four. Right, I don't we'll know. We'll see. We'll see. Because this is a tough one. Now, the 8-9 uh, is Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick's cute. She was in that uh, Up in the Air movie with uh, uh, George Clooney. She okay. was... Uh, oh, okay. Pitch Perfect, that movie. Okay, okay. Again, Sarah Hyland is the daughter from uh, Modern Family. The one daughter. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll go with Anna Kendrick. That's a good pick. Yeah. Anna. All right. Because the other girl I see her. an 8-9 matchup. See, the other stuff. girl I see her as a little girl. Like, uh, yeah, I can't pick she her. Was. Yeah. Yeah. All right, here's a 5-12 matchup. Okay. Miley Cyrus. I got two two singers here. Oh, versus boy. Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne. Really? You don't like Miami? No, Miley. That's a 5-12. That's a 12 upset and a 5 there. I don't there. give a shit. She's, she's annoying to me. <laughs> her and her father, she kicked off the stage. I got some pretty cool matchups here. This okay. is a 4 versus 13 seed. Okay. But both are pretty tough. All right. This is a tough bracket. This is here. Kristen Bell is the 4 seed. Kristen Bell. Now, Kristen what, what was she? Stewart. Now, Kristen Bell's who? The blonde hair. She's... Like, get your phone out. You got to look up Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. Because I'm thinking a girl... It's with a K. I'm thinking, of who was that girl, Catherine Bell from JAG, who I always thought oh, was smoking? She didn't, make, she didn't make it. Oh, she didn't make it. Oh, mm -mm. she should have made it. <laughs> she should have. All right, who, who, what's, the, what's the girl? K-R-I-S-T-E-N Bell. Kristen Bell, right? Yep. All right, hold and on. And then you know Kristen Stewart. She's got the dark hair. Been in all those freaking movies. Dark eyes. Oh, don't tell me. Oh, this girl's good now. What was she in? <laughs> She's been in a lot of stuff. She was married to somebody famous there for a while i think okay she, she's a blonde she's cute now who's the other girl uh look up same spelling on the first name just uh do stewart for the last name yeah <laughs> gotta just do google search images then you're she good is. Well, they, they come up and then keep that up because you're going to need it for the sixth seed in the next matchup uh i'll go with Kristen bell you're going with bell all right bell Kirsten Bell. All right, you ready for the next yep. one? I don't know if you watched uh, any of the um, Marvel movies, but Zoe Saldana, who okay. was okay, versus who? She's a six seed versus Natalie Portman. The eleven. Natalie seed. Portman. <laughs> I don't give a shit what the other girl looks like. 
Natalie Portman is my girl. Natalie Portman. Fuck that. Natalie That's Portman. hilarious. I, I, oh, my God. If she worked right back here, I would dive at her begging her. <laughs> yeah. to, please, God. Oh, I love that girl. All right, this is a rough matchup. Um, well, two, two, both these ladies have a little, uh, little long in the tooth here. Sophia okay. Vergara. From Modern Family. Okay, yes. Oh, uh oh. You know what Mike Mike Fox former Fox News, Megan Kelly. The blonde. Megan Kelly. <laughs> I love your face. <laughs> <laughs> that girl. I love that. She's controversial and hot. <laughs> oh, she is, man. Oh god. Oh that girl. Oof. Yep. All right. Okay. And you know I like those Hispanic girls too. Oh yeah, man. Um, speaking of Hispanic girls, she's a 10 seed in this one. Okay. Matched up against a 7 seed, Kylie Jenner is the 7 seed yeah. versus J-Lo. Oh, man. Jenner, right? Bruce huh? Jenner's daughter? Yeah. I'll take J-Lo. J-Lo. You didn't, you didn't really want to? No. Uh, I'm I mean, tell she's you, hot looking, but... Mm, I'm going to tell you, that. this This is a two fifteen matchup, and I'm going to tell you, it's a very tough matchup for you. All right. So, <clears throat> the two seed. Why is this, it tough for me? <laughs> I, well, it's tough for me. Okay. So, all it's right, got to be tough right, for you, too. Right, right. The two seed is Marjorie Tyrell, Natalie Dorman. Marjorie Tyrell from the Game of Thrones. Which one was she? Uh, she ends up marrying uh, uh, Joffrey, King Joffrey. She, oh. oh, 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 that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Natalie oh, Dorman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus the 15 seed, she had to make the, she had to make this list. Okay. Jessica Biel. Oh, Jessica Biel. <laughs> what was that? Summer something? Or oh, oh, summer, summer catch. She was also in uh, the the 18. I'll there, take Jessica Biel. There's a lot of 15-2 upsets Oof. this year. Yes. Now you're, 2020. You bet, before continue. you get that 15-2 upset, look at Natalie Dorman again. All right. Well, I know who she is. It's the Game of Thrones. She was. She's like a one same. seed in our Game of Thrones, dude. She's a one seed. Well, I mean, she's good looking, but I mean, Jessica. Dude. Yeah. What's her name again? Uh, Natalie Dorman. Good. Come on. You can't. I mean, I'm, I'm giving it to you, Jessica Biel. It's your. Oh, it's Jessica your. Biel is smoking. She. I mean, summer catch, I know, dude. I know who. I know who she is. She's. She's that girl. I forget her. Her. her I uh, think. Summer catch is she's part of the reason hot. why. Part of the reason why I wear glasses these days. Summer catch when she's in that pool. Ooh. Oh, she. Oh, she's good looking. You ever see her in uh, the A team with uh, what's his name from Philly? What's his name? Uh, our boy from Philly. Oh, uh, Brad. Uh, the good looking Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. He's yeah. in it. Yeah, he's like his ex flame. All right, here we go. One seed versus eight seed. Okay. Uh, Scarlett Johansson mm. versus Anna Kendrick. Scarjo. I knew you were going there. Mm. Uh, five seed versus four seed. Yeah. Or no, 12 seed versus four seed. Avril Lavigne versus Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. The Bell Tolls. For whom the Bell Tolls? <laughs> uh, 11 seed Natalie Portman versus 14 seed Megan Kelly. Natalie Portman. <laughs> The way you're saying it's crazy. I, I you know. only wish Natalie Portman would listen to this shit. Say, really, who's this guy picking me? Who's, and why is why am I 11 seed? <laughs> um, 10th seed. Boy, you picked a lot of upsets. J Lo versus Jessica Biel, the 15th seed. Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel, the 15th seed. I think I I seeded Jessica Biel way too low. I just looked at her. She's, you know. Uh, I got to go back to. Couple I got to watch girls, Summer Catch A couple again. of these girls I just couldn't pick. Like that Jenner girl, I ain't picking her. 
<clears throat> and then Miley Cyrus. All right, here we go. One C Je Scar Joe, Scarlett Johansson, versus Kristen Bell, the four seed. You're all chalk on that the top half of this bracket. Well, we're going to change right now, Kristen Bell. Ooh, good thing you looked her up, huh? Mm -hmm. Kristen Bell, the upset. Boom. The four seed upsetting the one seed. There you go. The 11 seed, Natalie Portman Port versus oh. Jessica Biel. Yeah. <laughs> I just picture like, hey, 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 hey. Natalie mm. Portman. Portman going, the 11 seed going to the. We may have a low seed going far here. <laughs> going to the uh, Elite Eight. Right, so Christian Chris, Bell. I got to look at Chris and Bill again. Versus Natalie Portman. Just do all images there. We can't have you. I mean, I she's gonna. Uh, for what it's worth, uh, the winner of this goes against uh, Rachel Green. Um, oh, we may have some old heads in. Yeah, yeah. Not that you know, Natalie, uh, Kristen Bell. All right, now let me get it. By the way, this is our um, Marianne versus Ginger. <laughs> we are already up to part twelve. By the way, uh, I'm still gonna go with Natalie Portman. We've got a low seed going high. Natalie Portman. Portman that's my girl. Are you kidding me? That's a good one. She is good looking. You, you got some stuff to think about now. Your final four, uh -huh. Natalie Portman, is going against Rachel Green from Friends. Mm, wow. And then in the other okay. bracket, you got Wonder Daenerys. Woman. Daenerys versus Wonder Woman. So it's going to be uh, the final four next week, and then we'll roll out the Game of Thrones. Wonder Woman and Queen of Thrones. My God. So disappointed Natalie Dorman couldn't even make it up. But Jessica Biel, it's tough. It's rough. She didn't yeah, make it out of the first week. She looking at Natalie Dorman, Ooh. but I mean, Ooh. come on. She's, she's at. She's, she's at. So there we are. Uh, part 12, Marianne versus Ginger. Um, Good thing we don't have call-ins, because I know Andrew G is going to be like, Jimmy, how did you, how did you tonight? This girl. <laughs> Sorry, Andrew, but he's asking me. <laughs> All right, bro code for the week, Article 46, because it's episode 46. If a bro is seated next to some dude, this is on an airline, uh, who's right. stuck in the middle seat on an airplane, right. he shall yield him all the armrest, the shared armrest. So if the middle seat, right, oh. you're the, you're either the aisle, okay, or the, you you give up the armrest, right. right? I've always done that. Yeah. Unless a he's taking his shoes off, you take the armrest back. Or, or he's snoring, you take the armrest back. Or he makes he makes you get up more than once because he's got to go to the bathroom and you take the armrest. <laughs> That's exactly right. Man. That's exactly right. I always sat in the aisle seat. I unless I was like I like the aisle seat. I love the aisle seat too. Yeah. You know, you got I get the extra leg room. Yeah. You know, I can stretch my leg out and then I get. Plus, the, you can kind of lean into it when they're not there, so you have a little more extra room. I've always said that, but seriously though, I would always, always. Give up the armrest to the middle seat. I, I hate being in the middle. I've okay. only slept. I only flew on the middle seat one time, yeah. and it was because <clears throat> I wanted to get home early. And I ran through the airport. And they said they had one seat left, and I got it was Southwest Airlines. I got in the middle seat, sat. I'm like, it's a two hour and twenty minute flight home from Tampa. Like I sat there like this, yeah. elbows on my knees, like I'm getting home. Yeah, I sweating. Did. I was literally sweating because I was, and it was the coolest flight. Oh. It was very cool because the guy on my left was a. Um, a young doctor, um, you know, a foreign guy, foreign guy, but he, he was like telling me all about all this stuff that's happening where people are going to be able to live for years and years. Little did Doc know that uh, we had this thing called coronavirus on its way. Uh, but, yeah, it was cool. But anyway, there it is. Bro code for the week. Okay. Um, I'm just going to skip a few here, and then we're going to go down to uh, Flyer Sixers. Sixers beat the Lakers the other night. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, the Lakers didn't have LeBron, LeBron and, uh, and the Anthony Sixers Davis. didn't have Embiid. Okay. So, you know, and then Denny Green uh, lit it up. Yeah, finally. I heard. I heard. He showed up. They were about to trade his ass. Yeah. I don't like the Sixers trade. What we get? Freaking George Hill. I don't even. I haven't paid attention. But I did hear that uh, our bench boy, which is named Dwight Howard, who played for the Lakers, mm-hmm. was acting up. But I did like the fact that Doc Rivers kind of shut him down. Like, yo, dude, that's not how you. That's not how you act. So then we got to talk Eagles trade. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. So here we go. You're like, uh, you know, Sue. I found out through Sue, if you can imagine, that the Eagles traded their pick. I I forget how. I think I I, I heard through somebody saying the, you know, I I had read that Dolphins made the trade. I'm like, wow, all right, here we go. Yeah. And then a little while later, I hear, well, the Eagles. I'm like, oh shit, don't tell me they would they do. And I don't disagree with them trading down because I was hoping they would trade down to maybe six to nine and pick up accumulate draft picks yeah you know you could at nine or something you could still get something but then i hear they drop down to 12 and hear what they get it's like that's it so they get the 12th yeah. they moved up around from fifth to fourth and then they get okay. next year's first round pick i, I would have liked to which see will them. be a late pick by the way it's going to be in the 20s right so i mean okay but i would have liked to seen them maybe pick up a, a second rounder this year you know what i would have said to miami is how bad do you want to get back down to six? Miami wins. Well, Miami wins big time. I would have said you, you want to get not back. the just the Eagles the way they work the whole thing dropping from three uh, yeah, yeah. to and six and they get back to six and they got all that from San Francisco. Right. So I mean, at six they had everything they wanted the Eagles. So I would have said okay, we we swap four and fives and we can do that, but give me a second. So I, we got a first in 2022. Well, I would have won a second on top of that, oh, okay, too. okay, I got you. I would have won a second on yeah, top of okay. that. Okay. Well, Whether it's this year or not, I would have rather have it this year because it, we're kind of loaded this year with stuff. Let's start rebuilding. My, I, Sue said she was in a breakout group, right? She was in, at, at school. You know, they did this. The kids left early, leave right. early on Friday, and then they do breakout learning lessons. And she was with this guy, and he said... God, yeah, she's like, he's going off because he gets the alert, the Eagles. And this is how I find out. So we're walking the dogs, and she's telling me. And I'm like, that doesn't sound bad to me. Mm. I, I'm i just giving you my opinion, yeah. right? Everybody's trashing this. And I'm like, okay, first of all, between 6 and 12, the Eagles are going to fuck up the pick no matter what, Jimmy. Yeah, but at 6, you're definitely going to get somebody you want. You could get the D-back from well, Alabama. How are you not going to get it at 12? You, get the wide rec- you the- can get that wide receiver from Alabama. They might, uh, if they, if people screw up, and they and may. And Mika Parsons might be there. He could be there. His pro day was amazing, they said. Well, he's the man. And it would be great. But, I mean, I think they need a wide receiver. And I would, I, honestly, I'd rather have Waddle than the kid who won the uh, Heisman. Because That's I what think everybody's better, saying, yeah. But will he drop the 12? Pitts is not going to drop the 12. Right. You want an impact player. I mean, if they get uh, Parsons, Parsons a great ball player. But is he a 12 guy? Is he a number 12 guy? Yeah. Is he a linebacker? He is great. I've watched him. I mean, he dominated that cotton ball. And I, I watch, nobody watches Penn State more than I do, and I like that kid. Yeah. I like him a lot. Yep. I think he's a better version of uh, uh, Arrington, even in college. He is a better version, even because though they wear the same number, but I think he's I, better. Arrington couldn't drop back in coverage as good. He could rush the passer, but they did not let Parsons rush the passer, and that was his forte coming out of high school. They right. And they were going to do was that from this Philly? year. No, he's from Harrisburg. Harrisburg, okay. I mean, he's a good ball player, and I think he he would be a great addition. But I I just wanted one more thing. Get one more. If you get a second rounder, you could get a high quality lineman. Now I hear now what I've heard is they're trying to package all these number ones to get Watson, and I think they could get Watson now on the cheap because of what's going on now with Watson. Yeah, but I don't think so. 
You don't think so? No, I don't think that's a good idea. Why? I mean, Watson's a winner. He's fucking amazing. But yeah. uh, we don't have the weapons that Watson's always had. And I'm True. like, but if you get Waddle this year and you trade next year's all you're those just, you're, you're ready to just say Jalen Hurts is not a pro quarterback? I'm just saying we could go with a proven commodity. Yeah, he's proven, but God damn, Jalen Hurts is a hard worker. He's a hard worker. But then again, right, so was uh, Tim Tebow. <laughs> no, I, I, no, he's better than Tebow. He, he is better, a better than ball. Tebow. Yeah. Now, if you stand pat, and then next year... Well, both always, are great there, leaders. And Tebow always, and, and Hurts are great leaders. There's always stuff next year. There's a, every year mm-hmm. they say, well, next year it doesn't look as good. And then all of a sudden next year happens. It's like, holy shit, this guy came out of nowhere. Imagine you go from time. Carson Wentz to... Deshaun Watson. Ooh, I think that's, that's an upgrade. That's a big win. That's, that's a, a big, big win. win. So, yeah, I, I like where you're going with this. But I just thought, you know, even if we stand pat, one more thing. Give me a second. And Miami has them. They have tons of picks. Yeah. You know, and you're not asking for another first. All right, we'll swap this. Give me next year's. And give me this year's second. Right. Or at least a, a high third. You know, then you say, okay. I'm with right. you. Because then you're getting some more stuff. Because now is the year, you're not going to go to the playoffs. Maybe you will, but this is the year you're really built. And with all these young boys. Yeah. You know, so just give me one more pick. That's the only thing. All right. So, that right. was my feeling. Because, oh, yeah. because you look what <clears throat> Miami did. And Miami, they, they made out great. Miami did make out they great. They made out great. They, they make turn into a very good team. And then that, that number one next year is going to be 20, 25, whatever. It's cool. They're going all in with Tua. Yeah. Because I was starting to think he that they weren't. He's a winner. He's had those a nice ball. I am worried about Fitzpatrick going to the Redskins or whatever the fuck they're called these days. Yeah. Because he, you know? he, he's a nice filling. I mean, we got Flacco. He's no, he's As a backup, he's not bad. Yeah. Do we still have Sudfeld? I like uh, Sudfeld. Yeah, we still got Sudfeld. I like Sudfeld. Yeah, I mean, he's not a... He's not a starter. No, but I like him as a, a fill-in guy. I do. I I have always said I like Sudfeld. Yeah. He no, he's not. He's not the guy you want. Indiana, to go to. right? He was pretty good at Indiana. Indiana. He was very good. Yeah. Um. But he was also good in uh, Peterson, Peterson system. True. So. Well. I don't yeah. know the first thing about this Sirianni guy. Well, he's also a, a Frank Wright guy who ran the same thing as. Okay. Is uh you know Doug Peterson. Okay. So. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, he was a quarterback too, so yeah, you got to figure he's going to yeah, connect yeah. with the quarterbacks like Peterson did. Right, right. So, but I mean, right. you know, if we stand pat with Hurts, uh, I like Hurts. You know, last year when I they picked Hertz. him, I didn't like. The I don't know why, but I really like Hurts. I mean, I like Hurts because of the character he has. Oh, I hated the pick oh. too, just because. What are you doing with, with the quarterback? I, I like. You him. just signed the guy. Yeah, I I like him, but I didn't like why a quarterback right. that early. I like Hurts because he's a char- high character guy. Yeah. I see him, I'm telling you, I've said this before on this podcast, twice before, and I'll say it again. I see him as a Russell Wilson. He could be, if he works on his passing. He's smart enough, he's a yeah. smart kid, and he's a hard-working kid. That part I like. And like I said, he's a high-character guy. Everything he went through for, through Bama and Oklahoma, yep. high, and everybody likes the kid. And he, he's out there working with the receivers, like that stuff too. Yep. You know, So, I mean, if we go with him, I ain't got no problem with him. No, I know. But, uh, you know, I've heard rumors about us packaging this stuff for Watson, huh. is what I've heard. Well, Houston's desperate. They don't have any picks, for right. Christ's sake. They sold everything off. Yeah. That's a bad-run organization, Houston. Well, Thank God we're not watch down. Watch out for free. Well, uh, we got Howie, so We do have out. Howie. That's true. Good point. Uh, so, the Phils, the Phils are um, 
Right now they're 11 and 13, which is right around 500, which you said. Yep. yep you know, yep, just yep, want to come yep, out of okay. spring training yep. 500. Uh, they start this week. Mm -hmm. Looks like it's going to be cold and rainy home opener. Home I think they play Atlanta, on the right? first, right? April the first, I believe. Yep. And they play the Bravos, and um, I heard 8,000 fans. Am I right on that? I'm not sure. I didn't hear that. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. I don't know. I'd I heard go. rip off prices to, to for tickets. Like That's four what or Andrew bucks. told us. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't know. They keep sending me emails. Uh, this theme night, so I'm like, okay, if they keep sending emails, that means people don't feel comfortable going. I would. Yeah. I'd fucking go to a game. I, I would go, but not for four or five hundred bucks. No, hell no. But if it was regular ticket prices, yeah, thirty bucks, whatever. Yeah. yeah. See ya. I'm going. Yeah. You know, we can go to um, a game. You know, early. I think the Phillies are going to be pretty good this year. They still, I think, need one more stud pitcher and a big bat. And then yeah. they're going to be ready I think to go. The relief pitching will be okay this yeah, year. Yeah, the reliefs are uh, fine. They need one more stud starter. Yeah, and they they can get it. It's just a tough division, man. Yeah, we're Mets, the, Mets one of the toughest divisions good. in baseball. That's going to be good. Atlanta's always good. Nationals, uh, are Nationals great. are going to be good. Yeah. I mean, they're the last true champion. Yeah. Screw the Dodgers and their half a season, but they do have a great team. They're loaded. They are loaded. They are loaded. All right, here we go. Would you rather for the week? All right. We got three of them for you. Um, would you rather have the ability to see 10 minutes into the future right. or 150 years into the future? What do you say, 10 minutes? 10 minutes. I'd rather say 10 minutes because 150 don't do me any good. Exactly. What the hell am I going to do with that? <laughs> fuck what do am I, I going to invest? 150 years. <laughs> i got to tell my kid's kid? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, bet on this. Kid's kid, you're, you're talking seven generations, man. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, I want 10 minutes. 10, 10 minutes, minutes, I can go, all right, good. I would have known not to freaking take 29 today yeah. with my kid, whatever, whatever yeah, the yeah. bad accident was. Yeah, or, hey, I shouldn't have said that line. Yeah. <laughs> that's been a lot in my life. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're here together, buddy. Yes, that's exactly why I'm in a situation. Uh, would you rather have telekinesis, the ability to move things with your mind, mm -hmm. or telepathy, the ability to read people's minds? Read people's minds. Me too. Yeah, I want to read. That. What do I care if I can move something? Uh, what the fuck am I gonna move? <laughs> I have a beer. I'm not that lazy here, beer. <laughs> Boom! I got another beer. Do you remember our first dog, Spin? Used to get me beers. No, did he do that? Yeah. No, I don't remember that. Yeah. I remember. Spin. We sat in his tubs, and Spin would get us I beers. I remember Spin. Yeah, I love that dog, Spin City, man. That was a good dog. The new guy came along and started messing with my man. Oh, freaking that dog, Gilmore. New guy. That dude. That dude. That dog was a pain in the ass. Now, this newest guy, that little white one we yeah, got, that freaking cool. dog is awesome. Yeah, he's full of energy. He is full of energy. He is just, he's an awesome dog. Um, all right, last one. Yep. Ah, fuck. What? I copied and pasted the telekinesis one twice, and I had a great third one here. Okay. Son of a bitch. All right. Well, that's it for what. <laughs> well, we could we could we could expand on. Would you rather? I'd Dude, rather. I'd I can't rather believe read, that happened to me. I'd rather read Natalie Portman's mind than this other girl's mind. That's <laughs> a goddamn. <laughs> I will tell you that third one was great. Which shit? I can't believe that didn't. I copied and pasted the same thing twice. Ah, son of a. Would bitch. you rather rather be uh, able to fly or be invisible? How about that one? <laughs> I think I'd rather be invisible. Would you rather? But you, but if I can only pick when I have the time to go invisible. Uh, man, I you know you ever have the dreams where you fly? It's pretty fucking yes, cool. Yes, yes. Uh, I always used to have the dream where I was. So falling. wait, you'd rather be invisible than fly? If I can pick when I invisible or not, 
Huh. Um, no, I'll take fly. Because you, I know what you want to do. <laughs> I eat some. I won't even say it. <laughs> Let's go back to Marianne and Ginger. <laughs> Is there funny. somebody to shower with me? Nope. <laughs> you answered. Good stuff. All right, Florida man. Um, couple busted for. That's how I fucking fuck print out the wrong fucking thing here. No, I did not. Here's our Florida man for the week. This one. Uh, hopefully, the kids aren't out back here uh, for this Florida man because this is incredible. Oh boy. Couple busted for explicit oral sex romp in Florida. Oh boy. A man performing a sex act. On a woman in a Florida park was busted by a cop who wrote a detailed erotic novel-style description of the romp in his police report. What did he watch for a while? Grant Mulder, 48, and Lauren Ball, 41, were spotted getting frisky on a broad daylight at about 1.45 p.m. on Saturday in Largo Central Park near Tampa Bay, according to the police affidavits report. Which, by the way, I used to live in Largo when I first started. Yeah, I think you mentioned it, yeah. Uh, She was lying on her back with her legs spread apart and her vulva exposed as her boyfriend and co-defendant performed cunnilingus on her. Officer Lawrence Trinka wrote in the police report. Can you imagine this police report? (laughs) That he would write this shit? Imagine standing in front of the judge having the judge read it to you. (laughs) Right. The wannabe romance novelist cop added... Cunnilingus is better known as the union of the mouth with the vulva. <laughs> Thank you. Danielle Steele. <laughs> the couple's steamy moment, which happened amid spring break crowds in the area, was potentially visible to parkgoers, motorists, and pedestrians from a highly trafficked roadway nearby, hmm. according to the police report. There was an indication of alcohol among the lovebirds, who both have criminal histories, according to the report. Mulder was charged with lewd and l- less levacious behavior while Ball is facing a rap for exposure of sexual organs. Mm. Ball posted a $150 bond and was released from jail Sunday. Mulder entered a no contest plea and was found guilty by a judge who fined him $600. Wow. Florida. That wasn't a Florida man story. It was more of a Florida Woman's couple. Uh, I don't know. Couple. What the hell? Yeah, yeah. Okay. What wasn't that? What was the Seinfeld? It rhymes. And, and Jerry's like, Vulva. What rhymes with Mulva? Mulva. Mulva. And he's like in her ear, Mulva. <laughs> he thinks that her... And then he finally gets it. Dolores! He's leaving. Dolores! <laughs> that was great. Who was that one? Who was that girl? Uh, I don't know her real name, but yeah, she was. they were all good looking. All right, we're at 58 minutes, so we're up to our Mount Rushmore okay. for the week. Right. Um, and you don't know the Mount Rushmore. I do not. I but uh, it's best individual perf- NCAA tournament performance performances by, uh, players. Okay, okay. Which, by the way, this was given to me by you, mm-hmm. so I uh, okay. I wrote down the names. Okay, so for <clears throat> me, top four. Uh, one, I'm gonna go with Danny Manning. Oh, that was, he's on my list. Who ultimately he carried Kansas? Carried Kansas, who was a good team but not a great team, and then he had to upset somebody from their conference, Oklahoma, with uh, uh, Billy Tubbs was their coach, and they had St- Stacy Sky Stacey King, King on their team. Yeah, they had Stacey a guy King. named Chu Kennedy. They had a great team, and uh, Danny Manning was the centerpiece. Nineteen eighty-eight. Eighty-eight. Larry Brown was their coach. 
and he just lit it up. His stats were, I don't know Larry his stats Brown, are. That's right. Larry Brown was Last coach. year as coach of that. Last, of course, he, he, he was like ants in his pants. He jumped everywhere. Yeah. Um, but Danny Manning was number one. Uh, another guy uh, was right around then. It was probably, I think it might have been the next year. Glenn Rice from Michigan. Yes. He, uh, and I think the three-point line started becoming prevalent. Frieder or something like that, the coach that took over right before the tournament. Oh, Frieder. Well, Frieder left. Bill, so uh, then uh, the guy who coached the Fab Five. Right. Uh, Fisher. Yeah. Uh, Steve Fisher. Steve Fisher. Kept, took over, yeah. And took that team right before the tournament they fired. Yeah, they well, fired him. And that was Bo, Bo Schembeck. I want a Michigan man coaching my team, not an Arizona State man. That was And that was awesome, great. Hey, he, was, he was old school. Glenn Rice carried Glenn that Rice, team. That was back-to-back years where guys carried their teams. Just team carried the their team. So they were phenomenal. Um, and That's then another one, one I'm going to go with. And it's right around that time of year. might have been the next year. Bo Kimball. Uh, yeah. Carried uh, Loyola Marymount in honor of his buddy Hank Gathers. Yep. Uh, to, to, yep, shooting the first one always left-handed. They only went to the Elite Eight. They didn't win it, but I mean, he it was a Herculean effort. And when they finally lost in the Elite Eight to UNLV, the eventual champ, they went and hugged that guy. Yeah. That's how uh, much honor that he would. And then the last one that I'm going to think about uh, was a guy in a losing effort. Of course, when you hear it, you're going to like, of course, Larry Bird. It was Larry Bird and four guys against Michigan State and Magic and them dudes. Yeah. I mean, it was Larry Bird and like four dudes off the corner of Indiana. Who the hell were these guys? And his stats for that whole tournament, not the last game because they shut him down, but it was like Larry Wait, Bird. Didn't they and face off in the championship, or was the they faced off in the championship? Because Penn lost to Michigan State, and and, and Bird and those guys beat DePaul and Mark Aguirre. Mark Aguirre. and Mark Aguirre is like I don't know who this white boy is, but goddamn, he killed us, and he did kill DePaul. It was Larry Bird and Larry Bird and four dudes. You just here, Larry, just I, get the ball and score. They only lost one game that year, right? In the championship to yeah. Magic. Yeah. And Magic Johnson, those teams was rated number three in the country, and Bird was number one. By the way, that was a great Michigan State team. And that was they a great. Lot. I think they, they had were three pros on that They team. had uh, Kelser. Yeah. They had a bunch of dudes who went on to the pros, and it was none of them dudes on Michigan, Indiana State went to the pros <laughs> except Bird. It was Bird and four dudes. That's a good one. Yeah. Wow, I miss Larry Bird. Larry Bird. Um, I got some. So here's mine, and then we'll go into honorable mentions. Yeah, okay. But my, my four, believe it or not, um, Yakim Noah. Dude, he carried Florida two years in a row. I yeah. know they had a great team and a lot of mm -hmm. future pros. But Yakim Noah in the tourney played his ass off. Mm -hmm. He's my lowest of the four. Right. Um, Danny Manning of Kansas is mm -hmm. my top because yep. he literally carried that yep. Kansas yep. team. Yep. Yep. That's my top guy. Um, Kemba Walker in UConn. Kemba Walker, yeah. He had a great with If you remember that shot he makes in the Big East tournament. Yep. And then they go on to win the whole fucking thing. Yep. I mean, Kemba Walker carried that freaking team. Yep. Um, and then another guy who carried his team through the entire tournament as a freshman, Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo, yeah, yeah. And they won the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. all those great teams yeah. Beheim had before that. And this freshman carries him to, the, to, I think, his first title. That was his first and only title. Oh, it's only. Only title, yeah. Wow, all those teams, all those great they had pros. great Syracuse team, great Syracuse And that was not a great Syracuse team, yeah. but Carmelo just turned it on in that tournament. Yep, yes As he did. As a freshman. Freshman, yep. So those are my four Mount Rushmores. Now I'll get into my uh, honorable, honorable mentions yeah. of guys that I thought played great and carried their teams. Um, Frank Kaminsky, that Wisconsin team. Frank Kaminsky did great. He did great, and it was like... 
you know, okay Wisconsin team, but they just kept on a roll. Here's a guy that you, you would think like, okay, how is he carrying this great team? He came from a great team. Christian Leitner. I did in have the 92 him. That was Duke my team. Guy. I mean, he, he, he obviously had that big shot in Philly against Kentucky, but he did. He was the man. and they He were was the man. He put that team on his back, yeah. and there was a lot of great players There was a lot of talent team. on that team. But he was the leader. Yeah, yeah, you know, he was. Hated guy, but my God, everything that he – he took on for himself yeah. the hated and brought all the attention to him. Yep. Made these other guys that were really good shine even more. He sure and did. And he backed that shit up. He did. He was he he, he was hated, but he, he loved it. He's like, yeah, yeah. bring it Christian on. Christian Leitner, definitely. Yeah. Um I got believe it or not, small little run. You mentioned the team with the upset, and I couldn't think of his name, but CJ McCollum from Lehigh when they yeah. beat Duke. Yeah. And then, you know, they went on a little bit of a roll. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Um, Dwayne Wade that year with Marquette. And Marquette I will tell you, I was three. Yeah. I always remember that. It's because I was in that player pool that they would do. Uh-huh. And I had Dwayne Wade. And he yeah. carried me. And I won that whole thing that sure. year because of Dwayne Wade. Yeah. And that yeah. Marquette team. Yeah. I mean, the dude was averaging like 22 points a game. Right. It was well, crazy. Here's one for a, a, local, uh, a local guy. Also, we, it was the same Final Four. We just mentioned it, Penn. Tony Price Tony for Price. Penn. He was their man, and he carried them. Then, obviously, he got to the Final Four against Michigan State, and he, he's good, but he ain't, he ain't Magic Johnson good. Didn't make the Final Four. I think they made the Elite Eight, but Jameer Nelson Jameer carried St. Joe's. Sure did, yeah. Another local guy when you said that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Made me think of that. Um, I have I, two more guys on my list of okay. honorable mentions Okay. because I gave you my four, but Derek Rose and that Memphis team when he – freaking carried that squad. Sure did, and then uh, unfortunately that Memphis team couldn't shoot free throws. At and the they end. lost to Kansas or something, Lost right? to Kansas. Chalk, talk, Jayhawk, yep. Yeah. They couldn't hit their free throws. Which yeah. I think, was that Bill Self? Bill Self, yeah, for Kansas, yep. Was he the coach? He right? was a coach, yep. Yeah. Yep. And John Calipari was Memphis's coach. And then the last one I would say is Anthony Davis. I mean, great, great Kentucky Anthony team. Anthony Davis for Kentucky, yeah. But he fucking yeah. put that team on his back. Sure Uni- did. Unibrow. Unibrow, yeah. He, t- he did. I remember the cover. Back then I used to get Sports Illustrated, and it was him on that cover. Man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, a lot of great players. I mean, I remember even going back further, uh, 78, Kentucky, Jack Givens. Jack Goose Givens, he was terrific lefty shooter. He was awesome. He 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 lit it up. Had 40 points in the uh, the finals. Uh, he, here's one that uh, you know he didn't. It was a big score, but a big name. Uh, 1982 Patrick Ewing, who to me, huh. you know, I always say Herschel Walker was probably one of the greatest uh, uh, college football players, but one of the co- greatest college basketball players, even better than Jordan, was Ewing. I mean, he changed I mean, his, the landscape. He I did. Mean, he from he, his freshman year. From his and so I'm talking about his freshman year, 82, when they lost to North Carolina. He made Georgetown from somebody to a, a ne- nearly a, a champion, and he was blocking. He was blocking jump shots. He was unbelievable. He, he was played. unbelievable yeah. as a pro. Yeah, he was. Would they only get one out of that group? They got one, but they went to the final four three times. Jesus Christ! He was unbelievable. Did he play uh, all four or three years? All four. Yep. Did all he four. really? Yep. So how far did they go? So they lost to they lost to North so, Carolina. So they lost to Carolina. They beat Houston. They lost to Nova, and then the third year they got upset in like the first or second round. Okay. So yeah. Damn. Um. Good one, man. Great, great players. Yeah. Patrick Ewing. That's a good one. Yeah, Ewing. I mean, they had some good role players. Yeah. Yeah. 
This fucking guy in this motorcycle is pissing me yeah, off. Yeah, no kidding. He's getting all the He's, dogs upset. It's been about the fucking 10, 15 minutes. What the shit is yeah. going on over there? Getting his bike exercise up and down the road. Asshole. All right, man. We're at an hour and seven minutes. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. So... Shout out um, to our boy Jack Rand if he's listening again. Uh, yeah, Jack, listen, uh, you're. Oh, you know who else? So Jack called. Uh, Jack called Schaller and okay. texted him, and I'm so I'm getting texts from Schaller, and he's like, "So Schaller started from the beginning, okay. and he's like, what the hell's going?' He's like, either you're on coke or you're on COVID on the first episode. I'm oh, like, well, I'm we were, we're remote, yeah. Yeah, and if you remember back then, we couldn't get the remote right, yeah, so it was yeah, like yeah. by the end, it was like overlapping. Yeah, you were yeah, talking. Yeah. But hey, we've, it's kind of amazing in this year of COVID what we've built and you yeah. know and what we're able to do here. So, yeah. <laughs> I think it's pretty awesome. So I was like, man, there's be another good one to get on the same episode. You get three ex McDevitt guys, Schaller, Jack, uh, Colbridge. Yeah. I guess we would just have to sit back. And just <laughs> yeah. I have unbelievable stories with each one of those guys. Oh, of yeah. shit I was with with those guys. I mean, there is a Haran story that is so fucking amazing that can I will not say a word about it. It has to be talked about on this place, this okay. episode. Okay. Oh my god. Jack Haran, he's a, he's a madman. That guy. Yeah. Oh, he's the funniest. Rob Schaller, guy. He's, a, he's a great guy. Like the first. Oh my god, we got times. a ton of Schaller stories. Shit, Rob, yeah, good guy. I mean, the first three or four times I met him, I'm like, who is this guy? <laughs> this guy, he's he's crazy. He is. Rob was laid back, but so much fun. Yeah. It was always like, yeah. you know, he had that dry sense of humor, yeah. you know, and it was just like a good yeah, dude. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, we'll have fun. We'll bring them all on. And, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll do, maybe we'll do a backyard, uh, backyard. Uh, we got to do it up at your house. Yeah, yeah. You know, Jack lives up that way, bring Colbridge over. Yeah. You know. We'll, we'll all right, wrapping it up. Hour and ten. Hopefully my. Uh, to the Mystic here with the Van Morrison? What do we got? Ah, this is Chris Stapleton. Oh, it does sound like Van Morrison. Just another country, dude. Yeah. Here we go with the country. Well, the road I, love, I love me some Chris Stapleton, man. He does sound like Van Morrison, though. Yeah, the beginning there, dude, yeah. Yeah, man. They actually used this song in, like, a car commercial. Man. I bet. Hey, you notice I still haven't got my lights up. They're just still hanging from the pole. Fucking lazy ass that I am. I had a story that I was going to tell. But I'm saving it for another episode. But it happened to me this week. Of course, it was another shit story. <laughs> Terrific. It was a conference call. You know, and I'm like... I, I'm like... It's one of those conference calls where I pretty much 90% of the time have to listen to it, right? I decide I go take a shit. And it was one of those... I guess that I haven't had enough fiber in my diet. Because it was one of those ones where... Jesus Christ, like push a rock through your ass. <laughs> I'm thinking like, I'm like fucking giving birth here, Jimmy, right? <laughs> so when I, you know, if I got to go to the bathroom or whatever, I flip the phone over. So just in case the video goes on or whatever, nobody can see me. <laughs> like they're going to see floor, right? <laughs> Don't I fucking get cold on? Hey, uh, Norm, can you? And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, at this point, my shit's like, Giving birth, like I, I'm up to the shoulders, right? The head's out. Like, what was that? Uh, Mike Myers, a little turtle, turtle, turtle. I literally, I'm like up to the shoulders at this point, right? Like, I got this thing I'm pressing out, and I'm like, this is probably 10 minutes trying to get this large fucker out of my head, and I get called on, and I'm like, 
Oh my God, you gotta get me so off, off you. And I'm like, oh, you know, trying to talk to it. I'm like, can't fucking believe this is the world we live in. I mean, I've worked from home for years, but I'm literally in the middle of pressing out a huge motherfucker and I'm getting called on the conference call. <laughs> I never do that either, but I was like, I. It wasn't even like an urgent. In, in, in the world, I don't know if uh, your boss is a man or a woman, but in the, in, in the world of having a woman boss, just like you know any woman, they call at the wrong time. I'll be in a bathroom and I'm getting called, and she gets mad if you don't pick it up. So you know, I'm, so I always like call up. What the hell? Why, why didn't you pick oh, up? No like, you know, I was in the bathroom. So one time I was like, "Fuck it," you know. You want to keep calling me, so I'm calling her, and, <laughs> and she's like, "Where are you?" I'm like, "I'm in the bathroom." She goes. And you're talking to me, and I'm like, well, you, you get mad if I don't pick up, so I'm here I am. And I'm, <laughs> oh my, would you just call me back? Would you, you could just call me back. I was like, will you get mad if I don't pick right up? Oh my God, just call me back. So I call back, and I go, oh, 